Welcome to Do That Well. I'm your host, Brenda Brown, and with me, my resident executive coach, Karen Thrall. Last week, if you tuned in, we started to talk about Karen's upcoming book that she is writing, her book of allegories, and today we're going to talk about another chapter. We're going to focus on do tackling your dreams well. One of the allegories in your book is about a young man who has a daydream, and he is hesitant to follow it. For me, there were quite a few different points that stood out as being the main hurdles that he was facing, and one of the ones was time. So I really want to talk about that one today. I know I hear myself say it. I've heard my friends say it. I'm sure you've said it, but there's this question a lot of times when we're facing something, how do I find the time? Where's the time? Yeah. I know that you probably have some initial thoughts just to those questions. I do. I do. <laughs> That's such a good question because the time one is, I would say it's one of, it's definitely one of the top three hurdles that people have to overcome to be able to tackle their dream, right? So my blunt answer to that question is you actually do have time. And we're very good at making excuses to not have time for the things that are very important to us. So if you have an ache, okay, there's something inside you that just aches and it, it will show up in a, like you'll be listening to a song or you'll watch a movie and you just feel this little ache. That ache is a gift saying, hey, you've got something inside you you're supposed to do. And we give all that energy by serving other people and making sure everybody else is happy that we're never giving ourselves the time to take care of that ache inside us you know, that's where we can tackle our own dream. So you do have time. So if you have time, not you, but you as a general word, if you have time to watch Netflix, I do. I have time to watch Netflix. If you have time to go to the coffee shop, I do. I have time to go to the coffee shop. Then you have time to put effort and desire and intention into into your dream. We sacrifice our time for other people and we constantly forfeit our time for other things. And I would say is it's time for you to make that ache in your heart uh, the number one priority. It gets equal amount of attention as you taking a shower, as you you're doing self-care. You get to give that dream of yours the same amount of attention as you do these other things in your life and it's pretty exciting so when you start giving it time it's like it, it's this whole thing starts to shape and form because you've given it time what I'm hearing you say is that part of it maybe is even just the way that we prioritize things and it's taking that time wow <laughs> to recognize that maybe we are allowed to be selfish or we're allowed to prioritize ourselves. So let's say I've decided I'm going to give myself the time. I've decided I'm going to prioritize this new task or I'm going to prioritize this new skill. I want to learn how to ski. I don't know. Whatever it may be. What about once you've figured out, you've assessed, I'm going to prioritize this thing. How do you actually start that? I think that sometimes people, they get to the point where they're like, I know I want to find the time to do this, but then they think of all the other things that they have going on in their lives and then they just they loophole back around to that same question of where do I find the time yeah okay so good so I am a very firm believer of the snowball effect okay I'm hugely a, a fan of that philosophy and concept every little bit of investment adds up 
I think what happens is we think we have to take big chunks of time and I'm going to take the weekend off or my whole evening when I get home from work. You know, we, we put the time as such a, a huge thing to attain and I am a witness to it in my life as well. Every little bit of time, any time, doesn't matter if it's a minute, 10 minutes, is valuable. So think of um, a snowball. So if you you start with a little clump of snow, and then I just add a little bit. I just add a tiny little bit of snow to the snowball. I've made the snowball bigger. And then maybe the next time I take another big wad of snow and I add it to the snowball, now I've made it even bigger. It doesn't matter how much snow I add to that snowball, it's going to grow. It can only grow. So when we look at time, it doesn't matter how much time, just anything Anything where you know that right now I am being very intentional towards tackling my dream right now in this moment. That could be things like research. It could be things like asking questions, meeting with people who are experts. It could be um, exploring who your competitors are, or it could be, you know, taking lessons, or it, it, it doesn't matter. Is that when you, when your heart is focused on tackling your dream, any little bit of time you give it is going to be successful. What about if you're someone that's just horrible at keeping time? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I think that I, I totally have friends and I see them and they have all these different things in their schedule and they will just be to the T. They're like, oh, nine o'clock, it's time for me to start this. But then I have other friends and they're like, oh, yeah, that reminder went off. I didn't do it. You know, <laughs> like how do you how do you keep that promise to yourself if you've decided that you're going to set aside that time and and the time comes? but you're just not motivated. Yeah. Okay. Now I had this, I had this memory. It's a long time ago. So my friends have two boys. They're both really solid athletes. And um, I used to hang out with them when they were little, kind of like we have these buddy days and they wanted to go golfing and they were so different on how they looked at golf. So one of them said, um, Karen, how do I, how do I hit the ball and make it go far? And so I said, okay, you're going to have a loose grip on, on your club and you're going to keep your eye on the ball. He want technically very specific on how to hit the ball far. His brother, I couldn't say, I couldn't use those examples. I couldn't tell him that. Instead, I said to him, I go, now for you, I just want you to feel it. Just feel it hit the ball and just feel what it's like and they both hit the ball the same way and I thought how interesting that who that you are and how you're going to tackle your dream is so different than how somebody else is and we're so quick to put on their style oh I guess you know robotically this is how I need to tackle my dream I need to have a list I need no that's how they tackle their dream so for you it's organic it's like you're going to probably have more feeling attached to it you know you're going to be like oh you know what I feel like doing with my dream today that would be great and you probably have no concept of time you're just going to do it until you don't feel it anymore or something, you know, but it's, it's more that it's, it's still the action, any little action you take. And maybe what we're learning is it's not about the word time. It's about committing an action, committing some type of action to the dream and forget the word time. Just forget it. If, if that's a hinder to you, the word time, do intention, do action. What is the action thing I'm going to do today? 
Something in there you just said also reminded me of what we were talking about before, where it is a little bit about that prioritization. It's it's about deciding that that thing's important to you and then acting on it, like you were saying. So rather than thinking about this to ourselves as like, I need to find the time to work on this thing, it's just deciding this is a priority to me. I want to do it. And now I need to act on it. So- what makes it not a priority? Oh, isn't that the <laughs> loaded question, Karen? Like if you think about it, is it an ache inside you? You know something is incomplete. You know there's something inside you. So the allegory that we're talking about, the boy's name is Dayton, and he wants to build a castle. And every day he goes to the field because it's an incomplete dream. And he goes to the same field every day for over 20 years. And stares at an empty field because that ache inside him says, I have something very incomplete. Okay. So why doesn't that become a priority? Why would we not want that to be a priority when it's actually aching inside? How do we talk ourselves out of it? You know, How, where do we fill our time with all these other things? It's like we fill our time with all these other things, hoping it will make the ache go away. <laughs> Well, if I watch, you know, if, if I marathon a whole series on Netflix, maybe that ache will go away. And you wake up in the morning, nope, it's still there. Oh, dang it. You know, like, what is it that keeps us from having it be a priority? I think sometimes it becomes overwhelming for people. And, and I guess this does tie back to time, too, because they think of all of the time that will be necessary to catch that goal. And then it's hard for us to break it down into those smaller pieces. So when they think to themselves, where do I find the time? They're thinking like, where do I find the 500 hours that it's going to take me? Rather than where do I find the 10 minutes? Where do I find the five minutes? Where do I find the two minutes to just ask somebody about this? I like that. Yes. And I, okay. So that makes me think of this. And I, I do use this analogy a lot because I like it. <laughs> So you buy a puzzle, it's got a gorgeous photo on it, and you tip over the box and you put all the pieces on the table. There, da-da, your dream. What a mess. So I, what do I do? I don't know. The first thing you do is you flip over all the pieces so the back side's not showing and only the front side's showing, right? Then you try to start grouping them and you try to find the edge pieces. You start putting the edge pieces together and then you notice patterns. You put the patterns together and one by one, you start putting the pieces together. And it's not about time. It's, it's that you get to, there's joy in it. And even if you didn't know what the puzzle looked like, like for people who go, but I don't know what my puzzle is. How are you asking me to have time for something? I don't even know what I have time for, but you do know there's something inside you that needs time. You actually know there's an ache in you and you're not sure what it is. You just start having that intention. I am going to make time for this. There is something inside me. You know, I need to tackle something. There is a dream inside me I need to tackle. I feel so disconnected from it. So I just avoid it. I don't give it the time it needs. No, you're going to give it time. Maybe you have to start. Maybe it's as simple as giving yourself time to journal, to walk somewhere in a beautiful scenic area and without your phone. And you, you just stop and go, what is the ache? What is calling me? <laughs> like, what do I do? What, what, have I, what have I forgotten? What, what was I like when I was little? Like, what is it that, like, why can't I get 
rid of that thing, you know? So maybe it's even as simple as that. You said in there too, you brought up all these distractions that we have. We do have Netflix. We do have our phone. We have all these other things. And I think it's so easy for us to want to just it's almost like allowing ourselves really like we allow ourselves to fall into these distractions and uh it feels easy maybe do you think that part of it is that requires the work we were saying earlier like you have to put the action into it and it's easier to let ourselves get distracted uh it's definitely easy to let ourselves get distracted. And we just need that little bump, you know. We do get distracted. And I think, I love what you said. I think we get overwhelmed by recognizing how many hours it's going to take, how much time it does require ultimately. Ultimately. But in the moment, that second, that 10 seconds that you give to yourself to tackle a dream is going to be the most valuable 10 seconds. It's those little minutes that that add up and they accumulate. So it, it's exciting when we start to go, I get to, I get to give myself time for this. They, that's what I wish people would do with time. I get to do this. I get to add this to my day. I get to add my dream to my day. What? You know, I wish that's how people would address their distraction from time is giving themselves the excitement that they actually get to do that. And if the excitement's there, so when you were talking about the puzzle, I recently did a puzzle. And at first, I was like spending hours on it. I mean, Victor, Victor's my boyfriend, by the way, for everyone listening. Uh, <laughs> we live together. Uh, but he would catch me and he's like, are you, you're still working on that puzzle? Like, what are you doing? You're a mad woman. It was, it was a crazy hard puzzle. And I was dedicated, right? And then like a week or two later... <laughs> It was like a half a puzzle sitting on the coffee table. I hadn't done anything about it because I had lost that excitement and I had lost that spark for it. So so I think something you said in there, you know, it, it's about the way we're thinking about it and the way that we're framing it in our minds. Yeah. Like, I get to do this. This is an exciting thing. And yes. if you can't find that excitement for it, yes. then the time becomes hard to carve out. Yeah. Yeah something I've been thinking about a lot lately um, is creating a healthy habit. So typically it takes 90 days to reprogram your mindset. You know, it takes about 90 days to start creating a healthy habit, let's say. But at the beginning, it's called self-discipline. When you're looking for time, you are going to have to be a little self-disciplined. I get to have time to focus on my dream today. And it's going to require self-discipline <laughs> because you have to deconstruct your habits. It hasn't been a habit. If it was a habit in your life, we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? We, we, this would not be a hot topic. Time, finding time to tackle your dream would not be a hot topic. And it is a hot topic. Well, it's because we haven't formed the habits. But once the habit's made, it's effortless, that's where the joy, the joy only increases. So pretending the puzzle. <laughs> so if, if you said, okay, when I have my first coffee in the morning, I'm going to just do, I'm going to just do three minutes, three minutes on this puzzle. I'm going to put timer on. I mean, it's not that we would do that for a puzzle, but work with me here, humor me. So you're there and you put your little timer on <laughs> three minutes and you find two pieces and you're like, done huh two pieces i'm two pieces closer to finishing the puzzle if you did that every day 
it would be done in probably a week, two weeks. So it, it starts with self-discipline, but then it becomes a rhythm and it becomes a lifestyle. And then once it's a lifestyle, it becomes effortless. So you think of these very inspiring entrepreneurial, innovative leaders of our time. They have a lifestyle, a rhythm of staying in that place of being very uh, committed to their dreams, you know. But does it there? Unfortunately, yes, there is a self discipline aspect to it. There is a little alarm clock you have to set on your calendar, you know, to, to get yourself committed. You made me think of something. I, I know that for me, I've done this a, a lot throughout my life, and I've seen, I think I got it from my dad. I watched him do it. I've, I have other friends that do this too, and I'm sure you probably know people that do this, but I have this tendency to like go really hard in something and I did it with the puzzle right and I'm listening to you and you're saying maybe I should have parsed it out and done like a little bit each day (laughs) and maybe there's maybe that would have made it so that I kept working on it but I'll do this thing where like I'll get excited about something I'm gonna learn to play soccer and I play soccer for seven hours a day every (laughs) single day for a month and the end of the month I'm like yeah I love soccer and then two days later I'm like I don't want to play soccer anymore now I want to do something else, you know? <laughs> totally. So do you I think that really... maybe, <laughs> like, I, I think people do that I sometimes, totally right? Do. Like, it's not just me. <laughs> no, I totally relate. Oh. And, but in those scenarios, I found the time. I made it happen. Yeah. But then my excitement was gone. And then I decided I didn't want to put any more time into it anymore. Do you think that there's something to be said about getting burnt out on things? Just giving yourself a little bit of time every day and creating that discipline, like you're saying, forming that habit is more sustainable. I don't know. I think it's both. (laughs) I think that the passion energy, oh, you don't, you never want to lose that. Like that's that's exciting because that is that's you communicating what's inside you passion and energy that's that's the inside living out you know that's you're exposing the inside of you being lived out and then there's lulls there's a lull and maybe that's a time of refueling where you know it's not maybe sustainable to always be like what soccer <laughs> soccer 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 <laughs> or football if we were in a you know the european football you know um so if you're like soccer you know it's soccer it's always soccer if you have that energy that's wonderful but it's not sustainable that you can't maintain that type of high intensity towards something or it's it's just not good for you to do that so you go into lull you dip down to lull now you don't feel motivated you feel maybe complacent in those moments of lull you still get to build your dream and that's where the self-discipline comes in, where you go, you know, I, I still get to, my dream's not forgotten. I just, I just need a break, you know, I need an emotional break from it, but I'm still going to steward it. I am still committed to it and I'm still going to do a little bit every day, just something, just super minor. I think that is how it's done for many people, maybe not for everybody, but you get this huge surge of energy and excitement, you go after it and then, wow. You know, and then it's, it's it's left incomplete. And I think there's a lot of people who can relate to that. In those moments of incomplete, find some self-discipline. Find that two minutes a day where you're just adding a little bit of snow to the snowball so it can still grow. It's still growing. You know, the puzzle's still being made. It's just maybe one piece at a time instead of 50 pieces. And those one pieces at a time 
are powerful because at the end you'll look back and go, I did it. I did it. I did it. I didn't quit. I didn't give up. You know, I, I stayed, I stayed the course with this dream that I have in my heart. The main things I'm hearing us sort of dance around really are prioritization, decide it's a priority, action, taking action on that once you've decided it's a priority for yourself. And then unfortunately, whether or not all of us like it, you do have to find a little bit of self-discipline. Yeah. It seems those are the three things that we found as being these really practical steps towards being able to tackle the question of where do I find the time? Yeah. Okay. And the base for all that to happen is your passion. Like the base for all the practice, don't go practical. Don't like put all your emphasis on being practical. Remember that this thing lives inside you. Remember that this is a dream that you long and desire for. There's a reason you're going practical. So that passion and that energy and the excitement and the confidence and the belief and the, you know, the thing that I'm really going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm excited. I wonder where this is going to take me. Don't lose that. Never lose that. That is the base that all this can grow from. I'm going to tackle my dreams because this is do tackling your dreams well, Karen. This is do tackling. (laughs) So today we talked about time in the context of tackling your dreams well, and I hope that you all got as much out of this chat as I did. Tune in next week and we'll be continuing with tackling your dreams well, part two, fear. If this got your wheels turning or if you have any more questions, maybe you want to know more about the puzzle or how to find time in your life please email us. We would love to hear your questions and hopefully answer them for you at dothatwellpodcast at gmail.com.